This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. This is Rich Molers. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas yesterday. It was also a special anniversary for KVOM Radio. 70 years ago, KVOM AM 800 signed on for the first time, and KVOM FM 101.7 joined it uh, somewhere around 1980. So we're glad to have been a part of Moralton for so many years. Thankful, of course, to our uh, listeners and to our advertisers for making it possible for us to have a local radio station. That's pretty. That's a pretty special thing, especially the way that uh, we do radio around here with local news and sports and information and things like that. Uh, a lot of uh, small radio stations are, are really nothing more than uh, just jukeboxes playing music all day, but we try to have a lot of local information, a lot of local involvement, and it takes support from our listeners and from our advertisers. So this is our special anniversary edition of KVOM's News Watch, and it's brought to you today by the advertisers who make News Watch and Trading Time possible. We'll come back. We've got some special things for you today, uh, some, some old favorites that we have aired in the past on Christmas Day News Watch that folks like to hear uh, from our archives and some other things like that. So hang on. That's coming up after this word. 101.7 FM KVOM. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. This is KVOM's Morning News Watch. Thank you for your listenership. We usually air this special anniversary edition on Christmas morning, but since Sunday is a one day each week that we don't air News Watch or Trading Time, we decided to air this program during the Monday morning news slot. On our 50th anniversary in 2002, I did a special anniversary program that we aired several times. You'll hear some of the interviews and other content from that program, as well as some other things that we've uncovered in our archives over the years. Later in this program, we'll talk with Bobby Caldwell, the current owner of KVOM Radio, who has a longtime association with the radio station that dates back to a close friendship with the Willis family, the Willis family that started the business in 1952. Right now, here's an interview that I conducted with Stan Willis, who had been the previous manager and owner of KVOM Radio, and his father had started the station. Stan hired me back in uh, 1993. So let's hear that segment from our 50th anniversary special now. KVOM, KVOM Radio. We observed the anniversary of Moralton radio station KVOM AM 800 on Christmas Day. It was December 25th of 1952 that KVOM had its first full day of programming. The owner, J.C. Willis, actually cracked the mic for a few moments on December 24th, according to his son and longtime manager, Stan Willis. I think that's right, around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Rich. They got permission from... uh, yeah, Federal Communications Commission that they could go on the air. And so they 
they fired everything up and tested it to make sure it was going to work and we're on 30 40 minutes or so and then shut her down and, and opened back up officially on christmas day tell me about that first day well I, uh, of course i was pretty young but uh remember i remember most of the of the happenings but uh, we lived in russville at the time and uh my father had been driving back and forth uh, oh, actually about nine months prior to opening of the radio station, trying to get it all put together. He did a lot of the work himself. And, and um, so uh, he was down here, of course, on Christmas Eve, and, and uh, they got everything ready to go. And then Christmas morning, he got up very, very early and, and uh, left Russellville and drove down. Then we drove down later in the morning with my grandparents and uh, pretty well spent spent the majority of the day uh, at the radio station on that Christmas day hmm. and it, it was quite a uh, you know quite an event especially for the people of this area who had uh, no prior radio service at that time local radio service and so it was a I still have people come up to me and say they remember the morning we signed on the air and and um, so it was it was quite an event we well, talked about coming up here for nine months prior and and this was the first radio experience for for your father jc right. so he got a, an education yes he was um he was friends with um cr russ horn in russellville and uh my father was actually a baker and his and my grandfather was a baker before that and um uh, my dad could see the handwriting on the wall about uh small bakeries and, and the big bakeries taking over the little ones so he wanted to get into something else, and he sold his bakery in Russellville. And and uh, he and Russ Horn and, and Doc Bryan decided uh, that they'd go together and, and uh, put a radio station in Marlton. And of course, they had to file their application, and it took took a long time back then to get a permit to to put a station on the air. But they they got it, and then started the construction on it. And and my dad. Uh, like I say, drove back and forth, and I remember him coming home at night and getting the newspaper and uh, sitting down at the kitchen table with a newspaper and reading, 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 because he was going to do the, the morning and afternoon newscast and um, with no prior experience at that. So he taught himself how to be a newscaster before he ever uh, became a newscaster. News of the world, of the nation, of the state, of our town. Here's the news, as reported by KBOM. Of course, he listened. He was a big, uh, a big radio listener. You know, on the, uh, the the radio stations that you there were several radio stations sure. you could get out of Little Rock and and um, and then Russellville had a radio station, of course, and <clears throat> and TV was starting to come on about that time. Well, actually, TV in this area came on a little later than that, but. Uh, um, I remember him listening to the national newscasters a lot to learn how to pronounce some words that, uh, like if, if foreign countries and things of this nature, he, he paid a lot of attention to that. He was very particular on how he did the news. He, um, uh, he did a real good job doing the news. And that's the news for this Saturday afternoon. We hope that you all have a very pleasant weekend and uh, the Harris Weather Summer is coming up. This is Jay Willis. So long, everybody. <laughs> Arkansas and
When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, a special edition today. As yesterday, we observed the 70th anniversary of KVOM Radio. This is Rich Mollers. This past June 1st, I celebrated my 29th anniversary here. Over the years, I've tried to archive a number of recordings that I've found in the building. On the 40th anniversary of the station in 1992, then-owner Stan Willis put together a special program and did a number of interviews. One of those was with his mother, Ella Mae Willis, who passed away December 2nd of 2018 at the age of 103. Stan's mother and his father, J.C. Willis, were the founders of KVOM Radio. So let's hear that interview with Ella Mae Willis right now. We want to visit with uh, Mrs. Ella Mae Willis. She, of course, was the wife of J.C. Willis, who started KVOM back in 1952. And uh, let her tell a little bit about uh, her involvement in the radio station at the beginning and, and uh, even now, as she still uh, works here at KVOM with us uh, every day. But uh, how was it, Mother, that uh, Marlton got its first radio station? How did, how did it all start? Uh, Stan, um your dad was in the bakery business in Russellville. Uh, he sold the bakeries due to health reasons. And so he was looking for a new venture to start in. Um, that's when the idea of a radio station in Marlton began. Okay, he had no prior experience in the uh, radio business, so uh, uh, he had to learn it all from scratch, even uh, how to read the news and, and everything that he did down here, right? That's right. He did have friends in um, Russellville um, in, in the radio business, and they, that is how he became interested to start with. Okay. Um, what was your initial reaction when um, uh, he came home and, and told you that he wanted to put a radio station in Marlton? Well, uh, I was very excited, and you children were very excited, too, because radio had always been a great part of our entertainment at home, and we thought it was just a great idea that uh, your daddy was going to become involved in one. Okay, and... and uh how long did it take from uh, from the time uh, that they started thinking about it until the time went on the air? And we continued to live in Russellville, and he drove back and forth, finding land, building a radio station, and all this sort of stuff. Eight or nine months, probably. Stan, I believe from the time that he first thought about it, that it was uh, more like two years mm -hmm. before um, it actually went on the air because it involved quite a bit of um, doing. Um, you have to go through the FCC for everything that you do in the radio business. And it was, it was just about two years, I think. 
Do you remember uh, the day that he made arrangements with uh, uh, Colonel Roy R. Cheney to uh, locate the, the first radio station building on uh, Colonel Cheney's um, uh, ranch down on Highway 64? Uh, yes, I, I remember the, all, all of the excitement about that, too, because um, not only uh, was it exciting from our point of view as putting a radio station, but to to build a radio station in what had been a, a little pony barn, I think you would call it, there on uh, Colonel Cheney's uh, farm. Okay. Uh, do you remember, I, I'm sure you do, the first day that KVOM went on the air, Christmas Day, 1952? Oh, yes. Um, everyone was so excited, and we were all uh, listening from our home in Russellville. And we went ahead and had um, Christmas dinner as usual uh, for those of us. My mother and father were there. And then that afternoon we drove to Marlton to listen, to watch. And and uh, after school was out then, I think we moved to Marlton in the um, uh, summer of 53. And uh, how was it moving to a, to a new town? Well, you children were... Um, Seven, eleven, and fifteen, and of course it, there was a little adjustment for you. But everyone here was so kind, and everyone here in Marlton was excited about the radio station too. So we were made very welcome to the town. You didn't work right off the bat, but um, uh, you did uh, uh, several years later. Uh, and what what did you do at the radio station at that time? Uh, primarily, um, well, I worked as receptionist, made the logs, uh, typed up a lot of the news, and making the logs at that time was very different from now. Today, you use a computer to make the log. At that time, we started from scratch every day, typed in every quarter hour all through the day, and the spots that were to be in those particular segments. Uh, looking back, um, if you can look back over 40 years, um, would you have ever dreamed that um, that the radio station would have lasted this long or that we would have made an impact in this community like, um, like we have? Uh, to start with, you, you have no idea what it's going to be like. Uh, from the very start, uh, your daddy did want not only to make to be successful in the radio business. He also wanted the radio station to be a very vital part of the community. And he worked toward that and kept that tradition as you are doing today. Again, that's a portion of an interview conducted in 1992 on the occasion of KVOM's 40th anniversary, Christmas Day that year. We'll take a break and we'll have more of our special Christmas Day programming coming up for you in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. 
NMLS number 1590686, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Today, a special edition as we observe the 70th anniversary of KVOM Radio's first sign-on in 1952. You know, I can remember the first couple of years that I worked at KVOM coming out and signing on on Christmas Day and doing the news and trying to do trading time. And trading time was a colossal flop on Christmas Day because, you know, people were enjoying time with their families. They didn't want to call in and try and sell anything. And I remember one year I said, you know what, folks, I'm just going to play sleigh ride over and over again until someone calls me and tries to sell something. In fact, we'll throw out the rules. If you want to call multiple times, you can. Maybe you got a Christmas present that you didn't want. Call and sell it on trading time. Didn't help. <laughs> didn't help. Uh, trading time is very popular. We get lots of phone calls on trading time, but just not on Christmas Day. And we did a special spotlight on trading time on that uh, 50th anniversary show that we were talking about a little bit earlier this morning and uh, did an interview with Stan Wilson and played uh, some humorous memories. So uh, hopefully uh, if you know or remember any of the uh, callers featured on this program, don't tell them. We don't typically record them and make fun of them or anything like that. But these were just, uh, you know, it's live radio. You never know what's going to happen. So uh, once again, here's that segment from the uh, 2002 50th anniversary special. You're hearing Chet Atkins' Downhill Drag, which was for years the theme song for Trading Time. Stan Willis talks about the program. Trading Time, of course, uh, came on the air um, just as um, the radio station did from the day one. Korsmeyer Furniture Company. It was an old, old old-time business here in Marlton. Been here. Vic Korsmeyer had had it for years and years. Very successful business. And he wanted to be the uh, sole sponsor of it at that time. He had three 30-second commercial breaks. Actually, they were longer than 30 seconds. Back in those days, we didn't count seconds too long. You might read a commercial that was a minute and a half long. But he was the sole sponsor of it, and uh, we read the items. They either mailed the items to us or dropped them off at Korsmeyer Furniture Company, and we would pick up a list of the items every day from Korsmeyer Furniture, and then the next morning we would have them on the air and listing a lost dog or something for sale, a car for sale, and the person's name and phone number. We did that for years and years and years. Sometime in the early 80s, we decided to change trading time a little bit. Radio was changing, and it was time for us to change too. We had moved out to this location and had stereo FM and then stereo later. Uh, so we told Mr. Korsmeyer that we were going to change the program, make it a 30-minute program, and we were going to sell participating commercials inside the program, and um, we were going to let people call in each day and, and tell what they had for sale. And so we started that, and, and it's been very successful. You're doing it today, and I hear it every morning. And, oh, indeed, they do call in. The show averages about 50 calls Monday through Saturday from 8.30 until 9 o'clock. Here now, a sampling of some of the funnier phone calls that we've had. Yeah, I've still got them fryer rabbits for sale. I'll, I'll sell them or trade them or do something. Yeah, Martin. <clears throat> yes, I have a camera. Just a second, let me turn this down. Other one. We got a couple of billy goats, and uh, they're uh, we're going to give them away. Uh, they're not 
They don't do what they're supposed to do, but they are good watch goats, I guess, or watch dog. No, let's see, a watch goat. Uh, they will make a lot of noise when somebody comes, you know, near the gate or anything, you know. And if anybody like to have these, they're real pretty, but they just won't give any milk or anything. And they can call. Uh, the number's three. Uh, five. Oh, by, they bit my brother last week, but don't be afraid because uh, he was throwing something at them. But if they want a good watch, uh, let's see, dog, goat, a good watch goat, give me a call up here. Oh, yes, I was driving by the golf course road. I lost a windshield to a 280Z. Hello? I've got rabbits for sale, and I got some real good turnip greens. Cause I gotta sell them, cause my wife broke her arm, and uh, she can't fix me none anymore. I have uh, a male Rockweiler with a sore on his back. He wandered away from home. He had a chain on him. He was chained up because he was attacking puppies. The dog is unpredictable, but he seems pretty happy. Uh, Saturday morning, I was in a washeteri here and uh, had a whole lot of men's underwear, shirts, and, uh, uh, t-shirts, and briefs in that washing machine, and somebody took them out. And if he got them, I hope he's satisfied. My neighbor would like to buy a yard long, lightweight, looking glass, two foot high for me and only. Don't forget my big flower sale. And uh, Mother's Day's coming up. And this is a divorce sale, so my loss is your gain. I have a Nordic Rider x-ray machine. And I have a little girl size red pageant dress, and it's very pretty. I got two rabbits. Uh, for sale, and one black and white, it's, it's a male to give away, and I got a 17 foot bee bottom boat, a fishing boat with a 20 horse motor and trailer, and you've got a chainsaw, and I got a chainsaw for $200. For $200. It's our 70th anniversary edition of KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up next, we'll visit with the current owner of KVOM. Stay with us. Welcome home to hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. This is KVOM's Morning News Watch. Today, a special edition marking the 70th anniversary of KVOM Radio. I want to take a moment and thank Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer for some special recognition. On Sunday, December 25th, the mayor made this post on Facebook. Good morning, Moralton. This morning, 70 years ago, KVOM went on the air and is still going. J.C. Willis started it, and he was on every Christmas day or Stan Willis until they sold the station. They have done and continue to do a great job providing news and coverage of our area. 
The Willis family continues to be involved in our community in many ways. Thanks for coming to Moralton and investing in our community. Now Rich Molers, who is hired by the Willis family, carries on the work. As mayor of Moralton, I am declaring it KVOM and the Willis Family Day in Moralton. Send them a message of congratulations and what they and the station have meant to you, another reason we're a great community. Thank you, Mayor, for that recognition. It was wonderful to read some of the comments from people who've been longtime listeners and even some former employees who shared their memories of the station. The station has had a few owners over the years. Stan Willis sold the station in 1995 to a group that included principal owner Bill Kate, his sister Fran Harp, longtime sales manager Harold Nichols, program director Dick Bailey, and me, Rich Molders. I was extremely humbled at the age of 24 to be given the opportunity to join the ownership team and was made manager of the station five years later. We sold the company in 2003 to Max Media, a company based in Virginia that owned radio and television stations around the country. In 2014, we were acquired by Bobby Caldwell's EAB. EAB, based in Wynn, is the largest radio company in the state, with over 50 signals covering most of Arkansas. In addition to Moralton, EAB has stations in Clarksville, Russellville, Atkins, Dardanelle, Danville, and Conway in our area, and all throughout eastern Arkansas. Caldwell's company also operates a sports network, an agriculture network, and a news network, along with an electronic newspaper. Bobby Caldwell got his start in radio in the 60s in his hometown of Wynn and told me he's always viewed Moralton and Wynn as being similar communities. You know, Moralton, Moralton, I always thought of Moralton as a lot like Wynn. They're both about the same size town and, and had radio stations owned by local individuals and ran them that way. Uh, of course, KVOM, the voice of Moralton, uh, was uh, heavily involved with the community uh, heavily involved with the listeners and heavily involved with the advertisers and uh, uh, local local n- names make local news and uh, if uh, the radio station takes care of the community, the community will take care of the radio station. So let's talk a little bit about your association with the station, of course, long before your ownership because you know, I knew your name and met you long before uh, you became the owner of the station. Radio station managers who uh, aren't doing battle with each other in the street every day, they're pretty chummy around the state and always have been and share a lot of information with each other. And uh, when I first came to the station, your name was one that Stan Willis brought up a lot. Y'all have an old friendship. Yep. I have known Stan for a long, long time. I actually knew knew his dad, Mr. J.C. Willis, but uh, did not get to know him like I had uh, Stan. And, And Stan and I have had a relationship our our entire uh, uh, career, and uh, we you bounce ideas off of each other. We have a lot of the same, uh, you, you face a lot of the same challenges in communities about the same size and with uh, stations that uh, uh, AM, FM, and, and the, the only stations in town. And But uh, Stan and I go back a long way. I've always respected Stan, and uh, he's good good uh, radio man, good businessman. So... When these stations became available for purchase, uh, you knew that this was this was a good place to be. I did. I knew it because of its reputation, uh, Rich. Because I knew the community had always supported the radio station, and the radio station always supported the community. And you do that over a long period of time, and you just you build that loyalty up uh, from both sides of it. And uh, it's a good market, a good radio station. We're just glad to be there. 
when the opportunity came along uh, for us to purchase the uh, radio stations. The business has changed so much. Uh, you've seen so much change in your uh, over 50 years in the business now. And, um, you know, one of the things is it's very difficult for a standalone station in a town to survive without the support that you get from a larger operation, be that in engineering, um, in, you know, the billing support and technical support, just any, any kind of things. And of course, in, you know, managing there, there are a lot of savings that you can have when you centralize the, the, the management of certain things. That's kind of one of those things, but each of the stations within EAB, like Moralton, still has a lot of autonomy in, in what they do. Most certainly. Uh, yes, it is difficult for standalones to exist today, and uh, but collectively, we we have been able to, to, to make them work. But again, Rich, you don't lose that local identity. You don't take that radio station away from its community. And uh, you try to, as the FCC, put more stations on the air, and then the consolidation started. Uh, a lot of reasons, but that is one of the reasons. Then you just bring more signals to the community, offer more formats, offer more services, and consequently uh, your uh, advertisers, when you get them to advertise on all your stations, you can get them better results because you have different formats and you have different audience. You have a larger audience combined, and uh, the advertiser gets uh, more results. Basically, uh, advertisers don't care about uh, what uh, price per spot that they're paying. They, they care about two things, what uh, they're paying you per month, a total amount, and whether they're getting results or not. And if they're getting results, they'll continue to advertise with you. So there are so many ways that people can get their entertainment now. The way that radio remains relevant is by covering the things that matters to their community, those sporting events and that local news. And EAB has a news presence in every community that it serves. That uh, when we go into a community and uh, purchase the radio stations, if it does not have a news director, that is the first person that we hire. Because in the real estate business, it's location, location, location. In the radio business, it's local, local, local. As you say, they can get that entertainment anywhere they want it. They cannot get that local news, information, sports, weather, uh, than any other place in the local radio station. And it's it's not just that. It's that it's, you know, responsibly done, that, the, you know, they yeah. genuinely care about their community and they're going to do things to build up their community. Yeah. Rich, we're in it. We're, we've been in the business for almost 60 years under the same uh, family ownership, and we look at it long-term. Uh, we're, we're operators, not speculators. We're not in and out, uh, and we <laughs> have uh, sold very few that uh, we've ever been involved in. Actually, have not sold a whole one. I've just uh, We've uh, sold our interest in uh, one, st- one group of stations one time in order for us to purchase in, in, in another area. Well, I'm certainly honored to be a part of this great company and have the opportunity to do radio the right way in this community of Moralton. Bobby, I want to thank you for visiting with us for our 
anniversary edition of Newswatch. Is there anything that we're leaving out? We uh, appreciate the, the uh, community of Moralton and uh, Conway County, and we want to continue to offer the services that the community wants and needs and uh, to create, uh, continue with this relationship. Basically, it boils down to this uh, with the advertiser. We've got the listeners rich, and the advertiser has the products or services. We've just got to mesh those two together. And when we do, one of two things will happen. It will work or not work. If it doesn't work, it's that advertiser's uh, uh, issue. They have not given us a product or a service that is reasonably priced. Or it is our fault as a radio station. We haven't helped prepare the commercial and have not scheduled it properly. But if we do what we're supposed to do and the advertiser does what he's supposed to do, then that advertiser will get results and we will continue to. It's a two-way street with us. It's a partnership. Is what we're looking for with the advertiser and with the listener and with the community. That's Bobby Caldwell, the owner of EAB Radio. That's the company that owns KVOM. We'll wrap up this special 70th anniversary edition of KVOM's News Watch after this word. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's special 70th anniversary edition of News Watch. We've had a lot of longtime employees over the years here at KVOM. People have made their careers here. As I mentioned, I'll be celebrating my 30th anniversary next June 1st. Eric Tyler's been our news and sports director for about 15 years or so. And we want to welcome longtime radio man J.R. Runyon to our cluster of stations. We acquired KASR Radio in Conway in 2021, rebranded it as KCON, and put on the Jack Music format. It's at 92.7 FM. J.R. is our market manager for the Conway station, has an office and studio on Toadsuck Square in downtown Conway. With that acquisition, EAB of Moralton now has six signals. Of course, KVOM FM 101.7, KVOM AM 800, the original, K223CR at 92.5 FM. That's our translator, the FM signal for AM 800. And also under the EAB Moralton umbrella is 99.3 FM and 105.5 FM, which simulcast the Eagle, our rock station. Once again, I want to thank all of you for your listenership over the years and, of course, to our advertisers who help make it all possible. In fact, we still have one advertiser today that was on the air the very first day of the radio station aired in 1952. The name has changed, Cordsmeyer Plumbing, but they were Moralton Plumbing and Heating back then. They're still a charter sponsor, so thanks to them and to so many others over the years who have supported our work here, not only on the radio, but the other ways that we have provided information to the community. 
course, a lot of folks like to use our Facebook page, which has over 13,000 fans. Our website, kvom.com, well, we launched that in March of 1996. We have a mobile app available with our live stream. You can listen to our news watch via a podcast through that mobile app or from anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And this year, we started streaming live video with our radio broadcasts of Moralton High School Devil Dog Athletics. And why have we been so aggressive with this? Well, the media landscape has changed a lot over the years. We know that combining digital with radio is pretty powerful and very important for our listeners and advertisers. Once again, I want to thank you all for listening and supporting our radio station over the past 70 years. We hope you had a wonderful Christmas and that you have a very happy new year. And thank you, as always, for listening. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.